we've got Braun Hewson Stam, the Scar Joe Split, and Dating with Espresso Yourself today on It's Complicated. Powered by ACAST. You're listening to It's Complicated with your hosts, Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli. Coming to you live from the AfterBuzz TV studios in Los Angeles, California. Hey everyone, welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. The struggle is real when you're dating in the city. I'm Jen. And I'm Lauren. Hi. Hi. And today our drink of the day is Bud Light. Yeah, Maria would like this. I think this is Maria's drink. I think so too. And it's also our guest's favorite drink. Mm-hmm. And who's our guest, Jen? Um, well, it's our buddy, Braun Hewsonstam. Yeah, that's a mouthful. Yeah, it is. Uh, so we should cheer to him Cheers. arriving shortly. To you, Braun. Mm-hmm. Mm. Bud Light. It's Bud Light. It's Bud Lighty. Um, yeah, sure is. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Um, it's actually nice to have a drink right now, even though it is uh, 10 a.m. Why is that? Hair of the dog, Jennifer Golden? Sure is, my friend. It is hair of the dog because I went out last night and we'll get to that in a little yes, bit. Yes, we will. But, so guys, for those of you who haven't seen Braun out in the L.A. dating scene. Which maybe some of you have. Or you have, because, I mean, I know we have. Um, or if you haven't seen him ripping it on some waves in the boo, that's Malibu. Um, here's some info on our man of the hour. Yeah. He's born in Newport Beach, California. Right. Mm-hmm. Laguna Beach native who wears many hats, including entrepreneur and pro surfer. Was he on Laguna Beach, the show? I don't know. You I know, feel like he was. I feel like maybe an episode. Like, Let's or, ask him. Okay. Um, he is a USC grad. Mm-hmm. He's worked as a publicist at BWR. And yeah. was also the founder and president of Alex Maine, an upscale menswear-focused clothing venture with a patriotic made-in-the-USA feel. Go, America. America. Scared for America right now. Anyway, <laughs> we'll get to that later, too. Um, after being ranked uh, the National... What is this? National the Scholastic, Scholastic Surfing, Surfing Association. Association. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're number two amateur in California at the age of 17. Yeah. He went on to appear in a variety of surf movies and on magazine covers. He's famous. Yeah, he is. He's a, he was a professional surfer. He yeah. Yeah, my dad surfs and my dad knows his dad. Get out of town. Yeah, mm-hmm. All right, well, we'll have to talk about that. Um, currently, Braun is the president of the Bear Company, which handles public relations, strategy, and everything. That's what they say. We'll that have, is literally we'll have to their, find out what that, everything that is. That is everything. They say re- public relations, strategy, and everything. I'm like, well, everything. <laughs> well, all of the How things. How about dating? Let's uh, yeah, talk handle about it. it. Handle okay, it. but you guys, Braun got his start in the entertainment world by being featured in a myriad of advertisements, editorials, and international Pepsi campaign opposite David Beckham. I think that came from all the surfing Hollywood. Um, and when you see him, you'll see he is like the atypical surfer dude. Like, mm-hmm. it's not, you just can't even. Okay, so since then, Braun has transpired um, as a commercial actor and a television host and personality. So he kind of does what we do along with PR and all of that fun stuff. So we are going to get Braun in here. We're going to ask him his perspective on dating in L.A., being single in L.A., when specifically you run with the A-list circle that he runs with, um, and if the thousands of L.A transplants that get shipped in here every day from like Kansas and Arkansas just like totally cannot get enough of his uber California boy surfer good looks. He must like literally reel them in because he is like those girls come from like the fucking cornfields and they're like oh my god he's like 
the surfer dude. Yeah, he's a pretty pretty awesome stereotype of what you expect in LA. And then we want to know if he uses his PR skills to sugarcoat the realness with these said transplants. Yeah, we're going to play a game later, guys, yeah. called Truth or, or White, White Lie. Lie. And we want to see how Braun uses his PR skills in real life. But first, we're going to fill you in on what we've been up to over the last week mm-hmm. and air our dirty laundry. Air it out. So, Friday night, I had GNO with some girls. We went to Soho House for dinner. Mm-hmm. And I honestly felt like a worn out mom of a baby because by 11 o'clock I was like asleep at the table I was yep. like guys I have to go I literally cannot keep my eyes open anymore and by baby she means dog right that guy <laughs> she's so sweet and by guy she means girl right also <laughs> and by dog I mean mouse because she's such a little mouse she a cute baby oh okay next time we'll put up a picture of her I mauled her yeah you did um, and you gave her bowls which was so nice they're like mm-hmm. little Chinese takeout cat bowls. bowls but whatever it's fine she doesn't know she's basically cat, a cat mouse anyway. dog whatever whatevs um so did that it was really fun i actually at dinner learned about a thing that i wasn't aware of called seeking arrangements where oh. m- people with money are Wait looking for companions that is bizarre you talked about that at dinner yeah sorry we're having a moment here i talked about that somewhere too and it wasn't with you how could that be maybe we need to be seeking arrangements i think it was <laughs> at my girls dinner it was <gasps> What? Yeah. Oh my God. Wait, Wait it was with just... Krista Allen, who was in here like a few weeks ago. Yes. And we, yeah, it was at that girl's dinner. What the fuck? On the same night? Was that the no, same night? No, you were out Thursday night, and this, I, this was Friday weird. night. This keeps happening the, to you me. You know, and also us, because we're always on the same page. Same page. But that seeking arrangements is a real thing, and I talked about it too. Well, maybe we'll feature that it's as our dating like, app of the week. It's next like week. being a hooker, but like you don't have to have sex, but if no, you, yeah. and they pay for things. They pay for dinner Listen, and stuff. I'm not saying I'm there yet, but. But to know that it exists and it's an option, maybe. Listen, if some old man wants to take me out to dinner and pay me $500 a week to make sure one night a week I go out to dinner with him, I mean, I guess well, everyone here is an actor. Dating is a job anyway. You might as well get paid Yeah, they don't call it. it a blow vacation. <laughs> Just saying. They don't. Because that would also be a mouthful. <laughs> get it? Get, okay. There's no drum here. <laughs> I can't. I was swallowing. Right. Oh! Oh, and it keeps going! God, there we go. Marissa, you're yes. on it. <laughs> yes. Um, so then Saturday, you and I had a whole day. It was like, we basically worked. Yeah, but like, it was fun. We got yeah. our nails done. Yes, there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, we did all of the things. And it was like, we felt so accomplished because yeah. we did it fast. So fast. And, and like, furious. It was just amazing. Um, like, you met the pup that day. I it did. was great. Yeah. Um, and then Saturday night, we met up with some friends. And it was like a table of proud pet parents. Oh, totally. Like, showing pictures and talking about their weird pet behaviors and how they, like, can't wait to get home to their pet. I show my cat picture to everyone. And then I'm like, look how cute he is. And then I'm like, also, he's a dick. <laughs> But you, he's real You really cute. sell him when you say that. I At least I'm honest. I'm not one of those parents like, my child is the smartest, bestest child. I'm like, my child is about as sharp as a marble. <laughs> well, he's inbred, and he's really fucking rude to but people. He's so but cute. not me. And he likes you. He does like me. But anyway, so um, did that. Then Sunday, hung out with the pup all day. It mm. rained, and we mm. just had a day of laundry, watching movies. We watched a documentary. That's the Friends best. asked me to like come see them, and I was like, no. I'm home with the cat. Uh, the cat. So I have a cat thing. now. Okay. You do still brisket. I don't Jen know. has a cat from childhood that is not alive anymore, but there's a picture in her apartment, and I talk to the cat like the picture, like the cat is there. 
You keep his spirit alive. I do. Well, and I made a pact with him that he was going to live forever, so maybe that's how. Brisket. I have, to have you in my life to keep it going. That's right. Anyway, I did tell the dog the other day that she has to live forever. I'm not really sure she cared what I had to say, though. Probably not. She, like, rolled over and was like, mm, yeah, whatever. Um. So then last night I actually had a really fun date. Yeah. Fourth date with someone. Like it. And we Into w- it. He knows I like jazz, so he took me to... Jeff Goldblum's jazz band show at the Rockwell. So we... I like the planning skills of this person. Oh, he's awesome. He, like, wrote me a couple, like, I don't know, last week and was like, "Uh, are you free Wednesday? Because I'm getting us tickets to this. And I'm like, amazing. This is good. So good. Um, Everything about the night was so much fun. He, like, came to my house, played with the dog. Then we went and had, like, wine and cheese and, uh, like, a cheese board and then, like, appetizers and, like, all the food and just hung out and then took a picture with me and Jeff Goldblum who then I was like Jeff Goldblum come on our podcast so you guys stay tuned because we're going to get his stay ass tuned. here he's so freaking funny such a good performer they did like trivia during it oh. like, it was super fun and interactive I like it, it I recommend it if you're ever in LA I want to do it okay so we'll have to go one night but okay. so that was really great and then this weekend um, my best guy friend Brian from like childhood is mm-hmm. coming to town oh fun we used to call ourselves Joey and Dawson I've oh. talked about him on the show yeah um, so he's coming Saturday to Monday, and I'm really just excited because I'm like, oh, good, someone to walk the dog at night. Perfect. Perfect. Sometimes you just need a guy to do stuff like Sometimes. that. Sometimes. I also need my sound bar fixed. But anyway, well, yeah. <laughs> these are a list of things I'll give him to do when he That's gets here. right. Um, I had a girls' it's a night out on Thursday. We talked about that mm-hmm. seeking arrangements, which is so weird. Um, and, you know, it was nice to get caught up with everyone, even if it was for like an hour and a half. You know, you get tired and you're like, oh, it's the end of the night and I just worked all day. But, like, it's nice to pay attention to those things and have those, like, small moments of reconnecting because, you know, before you know it, it's 2018 and then you're like, oh, fuck. Um, And I had, like, a me weekend this week and I did a whole bunch of tasks that I felt like were piling up. And I got a new laptop and Jen helped me. And she also was my accountant for a little bit and helped me with some other things that I needed to figure out was really good. Um, I got my nails done it was fun um but yeah i i was thinking about how like i needed like i thought with you know um i had some like numbers to crunch and i needed like someone to like look at them and be like no it's okay and i was because i thought it was okay but i wasn't sure and i just needed jen to be like yeah this all adds up and it makes sense but then i was like oh my god does that mean i'm codependent what is codependent anyway it's dependent on someone no but like no but it's more than that though like, you can't do things alone? I don't know. No, but I think, okay, so here's the thing. I think you can do all the things alone. Like, you're not going to be like, come help me organize. You don't need that help. But when it's something you're not sure of, it's yeah. okay to ask for help. I think that's important to also know, yeah. like, when to ask for help. Yeah, that's true. And you also were on the right, like, path. Yeah. It's just, it was overwhelming. It took yeah. two of us to talk through it. I know. And we got And there's still it. more. Now there's more. Oh, well, <laughs> it's okay. It'll get done, too. And I just am worried that I was codependent. And maybe I am in certain parts of my life, but that's okay, I guess. Whatever. Um, I did. I'm very happy that I got to maul your animal Mm -hmm. and teach her that mauling is good. Yeah. She needs to slowly be, you know, encouraged to let me squish her face. Also, you guys, the Patriots are going to the Super Bowl. Tom Brady. We get to watch him lick his fingers and throw the football the whole game. Sorry. Uh, Do you think there's going to be a deflate gate again? No, nobody fucking cares about that. That's old news. He already did his time and all of the things. So um, excited about that. Excited about a Super Bowl party. Can't believe it's been a year since we were in San Francisco. Oh, my goodness. 
Well, for we're going to have to top last year with doing something really extraordinary it's here. It's so fun, too. I love the Super Bowl because it's like such a celebration. And I heard today on the radio that 60 million people watched the Super Bowl, some or 600 million or something crazy. Half of those people call into work sick or don't show up or get the day off the next day. So Heinz, instead of putting all of their money into a commercial this year, are taking all of their money to uh, bring like a bill assigned petition to Congress to have the day after Super Bowl become a national <gasps> holiday. Man, that and it's is- going to be called like the hot. It's going to be called. Oh, go to. Um, oh God, it, it's, it's fuck. I can't think of the the name, but there's something org. I'll think of it if you want to sign the petition. Interesting. We should talk to Braun about that as a PR stunt yeah. because that's pretty like. That because people are talking about Heinz anyway now. So and then oh and then the and holiday website, the holiday will be called like it has something to do with Heinz, like the, oh, something the Heinz, you know, post Super Bowl national holiday or something. Listen, there's a holiday for everything. If there, you look at the national calendar, listen, it's so American, right? So like, American. We fucking celebrate Flag Day and shit. Like we need to, you know. Get, well, if the Patriots yeah. keep winning the Super Bowl, it could just be called Patriots Day. They po- and well, that's already taken. Yeah, and scene. Um, and <laughs> scene. Okay, well, we're just going to do some quick celebrity gossip, and uh, we're going to get our guest in here soon. Um, so, you guys, let's pack up our emotional baggage and head over to baggage claim. Let's do it. Um, so, Iggy Azalea was. Uh, supposedly dating French Montana. Yeah, but hashtag new boo alert yeah. because she's actually. Uh, seeing music producer LJ LJ Curry. His real name is Lorne Curry. I mean, whatever. I can't to change that anyway. They were in Cabo and her ass was all over the place. Her ass is massive. Do you think it's real? I don't know, but it is. Very large, and I'm not commenting on like I. I, I not don't fat have, shaming. It's I just don't, that, that no, is a large. I don't have, I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm just factually saying she has a very large ass, like b- body proportion wise. Yeah. Whoa. I don't even understand it. It's a force of nature, I guess. So but massive. yeah, so she was engaged to Nick Young. We all yeah. heard about that, and he, then the public split was pretty much. She's almighty infidelity. Now he's having a baby with his ex girlfriend, mm-hmm. who she he already had a baby with. So Yikes. she obviously had to leave him. She needed some time to move on. She's clearly moved on, and now she's got a new boo. So good for her. Go Iggy. She's yeah. so fancy. So fancy. Uh, you know, it was really cute. Leah Michelle is just so gleeful still about Corey Monteith. She posted a photo from like a while back, like a, I think it was what two thousand nine or, or no, they met in two thousand nine. The picture was from two thousand twelve, and it's kind of cute that she like just posted a photo to remember him and like yeah. you know keep his spirit Every alive. Every year I think she does something on the anniversary of yeah. his death and I mean that's so sad. They were together mm-hmm. a year and a half and she did say like it was you know not a lifetime uh, that they spent together but the memories that they had were the best oh, in her and life. and that doesn't matter. I mean sometimes things you know excel at a faster pace in a shorter amount of time and also they knew each other for a really long time yeah. on the show and all that so. Yeah. Well yeah. very sad and also um very celebratory, but still sad. Yeah. And other sad news, Splitsville for ScarJo Scar and her jo. hubby. You um, guys, they split like a year ago or something and didn't yeah. tell anybody? 
Yeah, apparently. So they had or last year. Or something they like had this private life that no one even knew about, and we've never even seen their kid. I mean, they could honestly yeah. not even have a kid, and we would just never know. Maybe. Um, but yeah, so they like didn't even walk the red carpets together. Mm-hmm. They didn't really attend events together. But I have something to say, and we can talk about this with Braun too. Like PR wise, like nobody was like, "Why aren't they together? Why? Where is her ring?" Like nobody said shit about it because they didn't make a big deal out of no, it. They it was flew just under they... the radar on purpose. Like if you don't want people to be talking about something or bringing something up or you want to be private about something, I believe that you can really be private about it. Absolutely. I mean, even Krista was saying when she was here, Krista Allen, um, like, she just prefers not to put things out there. And and it's okay. Yeah. And and nobody, like, you know, people are going to write whatever stories they want to write, but I think if you try your best to remain private, it's you're just not giving them any fuel for your fire. There's no smoke. There's no fuel. Like, just fly under the radar. I mean, listen, I'm not famous, so I can't really say, but like... You're not? I think you are. Well, you know what I mean, in my mind. Um, yeah, so, anyway. Poor, well, poor ScarJo. So sad for her, I'm sure she'll pick herself right Maybe back up and she find should, herself a new guy. Maybe she should go to London and find um, that the coffee truck. The yourself truck, guys. Yeah. If there is the most innovative coffee truck that's out there. Yeah. Um, apparently, mm. you can find love while drinking coffee these yeah. days. So... Espresso Yourself has partnered with Match.com. Yeah. And Match.com has provided Espresso Yourself with people's photos. You can order a Femericano or Or a a Chappuccino. I mean, that is freaking clever. And when you get it, you have a photo of someone in the froth. Yeah, they artistically, like, digitally put that person's profile picture, I guess, from Match, on the the coffee foam, and then on the cup is all of their info. So instead of swiping, you're just like, luck of the draw, getting somebody, and then I guess you inquire about that person. If you're interested. Um, And then if you're not, you're actually in person, though, with other people at this coffee truck. So you could actually make a connection while you're there. And you have to assume that the people are single that are at the coffee, unless they just want to, you know, see or whatever. But yeah, it's just a a little bit different way of seeing someone's photo and not so many pictures at one time and all that jazz. But if you weren't interested in the person on your coffee, then you'd have to get another coffee to get a new person and then you're just highly caffeinated. Like, you would actually die. I would die. Because you can't only be able to have one person. That one person is And it would have to be a home run. Oh my god. Well, you know what? Before we get Braun in here, we're going to go on a surf and safari with the Beach Boys, you guys. That is our song, Oh the day okay we always talk about how we want to go out and meet boys and get out of the apps just like espresso yourself so we even though the song was written in 1962 we really feel like you know before tinder and the mindless swiping we think the beach boys had it right they were like hey girl maybe we should go do something spontaneous and adventurous and like get wet in minimal clothing Smart. Yeah, great. Meet me at at Paradise Cove in Malibu for a surf and safari. Um, Hi, I'm in. Braun probably says that to his chicks. Yeah, like, let's go on a surf and safari. safari. Let's do it. Oh, my God. Look who's here. Braun is here. Put your headphones headphones on, darling. Um, I think it's one of the ones over yonder. Well, we're going to figure it out while we're on a surf and safari. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. You can try those. Um, you're, you're, you're on camera now. Oh, okay, that's great. It's fine. Just pull it. It's, yeah. Hey, this is live. Oh, yeah. And then put the microphone in front of your... There it's we like go. It's like you're Janet Jackson. There you oh, go. Oh, my God. Or, or Britney a pilot. Spears. Janet Jackson. That was the first time anybody's ever associated me <laughs> with hear? Can we hear... Can we hear Marissa, can we hear Braun? <laughs> everyone needs to hear him and, and what his, he has to say. Yeah. How does he sound? Braun, say hi to everyone. Hello, everyone. Oh, yeah. 
I feel like we can hear you. Okay. uh, We have Bud Light for you. Yes. Two, in case you need two. I've got a coffee, two Bud Lights, and a water. Thank you very much. So what? You have all the liquids, Mm -hmm. and that's just, you know, we wanted to make sure you felt comfortable. Oh, look at that. He opened it with his hands. No, he didn't. Did you really? It's a twist off. Oh, oh damn. We used like we don't, a... We don't know beer. Oh, you... Sorry. Would, nah, I don't know. Okay. We're drinking beer for you. So, um, hi. Hi. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's Thank a, you for coming. It's a privilege and an honor to be on with the two best hosts in Los Angeles. Oh, <laughs> that was... That was a nice Did you get PR that? spin if I ever heard one. Did you get that, everyone? Marissa? Mm-hmm. We're recording? Good. Um, I feel yes. like we need a publicist. Oh. Would you be interested? Well, look who's here, yeah. everyone. That's great. I just happen to know one. Oh yeah. This is just... Look how everything's coming just, together you know, so seamlessly right now. It took now. beer for me to really put that one together. I know it did. She <laughs> needs hair of the dog right now. It's 10 a.m. and you're ready to go. Let's talk some business. All right. Oh, Speaking God. of business. Yeah. So you're like El Presidente. Yeah. How'd that happen? Uh, of the bear company. Yeah. Yes. That's correct. Yeah. Uh, for me, it was something that obviously is an entrepreneur major and not a communications major. Uh, it was only a matter of time, I think, before I felt like I needed to get back out there and, and start something that, that I could be really proud of and grow. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, I was... Uh, I was in student council in elementary school. No, you were no. not. Wait, high. real fast. Before we go into the story, can you move to your left? Do you see yourself, darling? I do see myself. Okay, it's actually center hard yourself. to look at you because I'm on up there. Yeah, and, and, he, and see, we need to switch your mic to any other one that is there. <laughs> we're reading That one right there. How about that one? You know what? We just... That so loud. Everything that you need to... Everything... Oh, oh there we go. sounds good. Okay. We can hear some movement. Oh, there we go. Bron, don't mess up your quaff. No. Bron's hair is always like so good on point. God, Bron, I thought you were blonder. Uh, well, your hair feels dark to me that. right now. What'd you do? Did you do something different? Uh, I have, I haven't surfed since. There we go. April. There. We, and move your microphone down closer uh, to your mouth. But so wait, is that is why that your hair is not as blonde? Yeah, yeah, I feel like you have dark. I got hair. surgery on my ear. I ruptured my eardrum. Oh, that's and I right. Got surgery and it didn't heal. <gasps> so I got to do it again, but they think I have to do it with my sinuses first. Oh shit! So I. Yeah, it's going to be a So you can't surf. You no, can't I've even been put so any... busy with work that oh. I haven't wanted to take like two weeks off to do one surgery followed by six weeks recovery followed by two weeks for another surgery. So I'm kind of just delaying Fuck. it. Holy moly. I know I keep getting I keep getting more and more brunette by the day and, and fatter by the hour. Oh, so stop. It's, it's <laughs> well, sad as beer, can be, This beer should help. Look at me. I'm super frustrated. So. Oh, God. Oh, no. Well, at least you're diving into work. Okay, so bear company. Yeah. So w- you do all the things. The description is... Public relations uh, strategy and, and everything. everything. Yes. Well, for me, it's I love the strategy side. So a lot of public relations is about regurgitating information from the client, right? They tell yeah. you something, and you're like, okay, great. You know, I'm going to go tell all my friends. And you know, you put out a mass email. For me, I really like the strategy side. So a lot of publicists don't want to work with a company that say doesn't get press. For me, I, I feel like that's a great challenge. You mm-hmm. know, seem like how, how do we crack the code to like, get what, them press? Yeah, you mean? exactly yeah. to get sure. them press. So that's being a lot more proactive. So now we're actually coming up with the concepts versus just waiting for them to come up with the concepts. And I love nice. that. And then the everything is just because sometimes that's what the client needs, right? So we'll be public relations, but you know, if they need a sales lead, if they need an investor, if they want, you know, they want us to look at their books or anything like I'll do that like I said as a as a fellow entrepreneur with them it's nice just to sit down sometimes and talk about it more like business to business versus just like you yeah know, you we'll have your press you have that it. background so, yeah absolutely and your experience because you what was the um you you founded the company the men's clothing company May, yeah, uh, I owned a uh, men's clothing company called Alex Main for five years and really that came to be because my parents founded uh, surf shops so wait for, what I surf up, shops uh, did they uh, find Huntington and Newport Surf and Sport oh shit. so like I grew up 
stand like hiding under clothes and grabbing people's ankles as they walked under by. the rounders. Of course oh, yeah. you did. That was like my babysitter, right? No, it's funny. So uh, in college, uh, Anne Marie Dillard, whose family is is Dillard's department store, yep. I brought up that story and she started dying laughing because she was like, "Oh my gosh, I used to stand in the in the rounders and scare people and open them up and be like, boo." And Shit, it was just, Dillard's. That was just. <laughs> Growing up as a kid, and it, yeah. that was my babysitter. So yeah. literally, I would hide under and walk people and grab. And I remember grabbing a football and like running through and dodging people. It was just that's I, what I did. It was like my I oversized a, playpen. I was around a lot of that kind of thing because my dad surfs, and my dad knows your dad in a roundabout yeah, way. No, we, I think we figured about that, that out. One time. Um, and so NorCal Surf Shop up north is mm-hmm. like uh, a really good family friend owns it. So I would always be there. I mean, like the smell of surfboard wax and like. Ugg boots before they were cool. Like, we're, right. you know, well, because up there everyone has to wear those when they go to the beach because right. it's fucking freezing. But I, I kind of know, and my mom was in the fashion industry too. So now, like, I can't even go shopping without, like, I have to, like, touch the fabric for everything. Oh, like, yeah. it's like you, and then you're like, ooh, there's polyester. If in you've this. been in retail, very hard to pay retail prices. Because oh, you've got God. an idea of what it costs. Like, yeah. the difference between, like, a Gucci and, like, a, a H&M on the cost side is maybe, like, $4. Totally. What? But then yeah. you, you ramp it up, you know, times But the quality is supposed to be so much better. Oh, yeah, label. right. Damn. It is better because $4 an item on, like, a $4 item is a lot, right? Twice as much for them to build. One costs 4 one costs 8 Yeah. And Gucci's putting it at 200 and H&M's putting it at 9 Yeah. So that's really... So you're, you're saying doing. I can shop at H&M and feel okay. I'm saying you can shop wherever you want and feel Thanks. great about it because, because that's it's all the same. Because it's all the same. Because P.S. Louis Vuitton doesn't even use real leather, so there's that. They used to, though, right? Now no, it's fake. just on the strap. Damn. So stupid. Know. You guys Never are just it. whistleblowing everything right now. I'm sorry, but you, that's... you can catch me at the Citadel off the five. Oh, my God. Stop it. <laughs> okay, so you're... That a... scares me a little you're... bit. Yeah. Very scary. You it's like are... a fort of stores. Oh, God, Ugh. no. It's overwhelming. Yikes. You are... So you're from Laguna Beach. Yes. And Were you ever on the show? No. They're younger than I am. Oh, why and not I... just being like presumptuous and saying I would have been on it, but they're six years younger than me. Oh, interesting. But wait, did you go to the same high school they all yeah, went to? Yeah, same high okay. school, small high school, about seven hundred kids, and then also yeah. I worked at Laguna Surf and Sport too, which is they, you know, after the show, their uh, their best selling clothes were just the ones that said Laguna Surf and Sport on it. Oh. People used to call the store all the time and be like, "Is Steven there?" Nuh-uh. No, did he work? And there? then they would giggle and hang up. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, that show. I watched it. I totally I did watched too. it. I mean, everybody did. I feel like, like I, I mean, yeah. you are like the stereotypical sur- Southern California like surfer boy. So I feel like I just imagined you on that show. Yeah. But we feel like girl because so okay, everyone from uh, that's in LA. Most people are not really from LA. I mean, you're like Orange County, but like I feel like everyone's Transient a trans. Yeah, sure. it's, yeah, everyone's a transplant, and like the women come in by like the dozens. They're just dropped dozens. off. They're dropped right off from off like bus. fucking yeah. Kansas or wherever they're coming from. Fresh off the bus, and not the I boat. am sorry, but they must or plane or wherever mm-hmm. they're coming from. They must, like, you must fare well in the lady pond because they're like from the cornfields and they're like, oh my god. You're like LA the boy. Southern California surfer dude. Do you well, use that to your advantage? Thank you for that, by the way. I came here for that compliment and uh, <laughs> I'm just going to put my headset off and go. Uh, <laughs> we you know, made your day. Look, if that's something that being very lucky and being born with that, then and if I can use that to my advantage, then great. you absolutely should. It's not a bad right. thing. I'm just do saying, you, do though? you use it though? Well, at 37, I'm just trying to finally get into my own years. Well, I mean, look, through the years, it's been very funny. I think more so not from here because people expect it. Mm-hmm. But like, if I'm in Kansas City or something, it's, okay, it's very funny because oh, no one else looks like me. So that's, that's kind of true. where it gets a little bit more. Around here, it's like I used to think it was unique, and then I would go to a casting when I was like oh. 25, and there'd be 25 of me in the same room yeah. and be like alright well this is kind of played out around here right? but yeah I mean I've been like tapped on the shoulder before in New York be like are you a surfer no 
Yes, I am. Stop Wait, but did it. Pe- have people recognized you from your surfing days? Uh, yes, but not in a long time. Like, I was actually, in, again, with New York, I was sitting at breakfast with a bunch of, like, cool New York kids. This is probably five years ago. And uh, a guy was sitting next to us, and he, he looked over, and he's like, hey, man, are you Braun Husenstam? And he just happened to be a surfer from Virginia Beach. <gasps> and everybody heard, and I was like, God, thank you. And then I paid him his, <laughs> and then I paid him his $50. Uh, but it like that used to happen all the time, but not not anymore. I mean, I retired from surfing in in uh, about what is it about nine years ago now. So oh, really? Okay, so you surf for that long then? Yeah, from nineteen ninety eight to two thousand seven. That was my primary Jeez. source of income. So, so almost like ten a years. Professional surfer for ten so years. So basically, yeah. Yeah. which was really cool by the beach. But as soon yeah. as we got away from the beach, we just you know it was nothing. It was funny when we would do autograph signings. People would stand in a line, and then as soon as we got up, they did dispersed. Like, once yeah. we were no longer sitting there with signing, then they, they that was they just no longer cared. Yeah, yeah. What did you sign? Like just uh, magazine, just surfer pictures, magazine. Pictures of okay. us. Do you surfing? get tired yeah. writing your name? Yeah, because it's so Houston long. H line across the T. That's enough. Stop. Yeah. Really? Well, now you just gave you're away your signature. You're in my phone. It's like Braun von Lederhosen or something. Right. Yeah. It's I mean, like everybody's a whole bunch got, of letters. No one puts a last name. In, and that's why my parents gave me such a unique first name. Yeah. Because they didn't want to have to deal. So my dad and his two brothers' names were Paul Mark. Paul, Mark, and John, oh. and they all had to have nicknames, right? Because there's a million Paul, Mark, and John. So my dad was like, well, look, let's just give them names that no one else has. So my name is Braun. If I was going to be a girl, because they didn't want to know, it was going to be Crystal Joy. <gasps> they're hippies. And no my brother's shit. name is Sky, S-K-Y. So okay. it was something very unique. So. Yeah. Wow, Braun and Sky. My, my dad wanted to name my brother like Shane or something like, which so- I know that sounds like a normal name, but it's not. It's kind of a surfer name. Yeah, Shane. yeah, and he. As long my, as you say it like Shane. Yeah, yeah. I was like, there no. You go. My mom was like, no. Yeah, but his name's like <laughs> different too. With a y. Colby. Colby, yeah, which is not. It's, and and my brother, by the way, is not. I am a much better surfer than my brother. Speaking of surfing, I can't believe we haven't surfed. Together. I know. I was gonna say, do, does this interview come with free lessons it when does, you get actually. all that stuff worked out? It does. And, yeah. I put a lesson online the other day for a charity event. Uh, oh yeah. And also with famous actor Jeff Stoltz, and we were oh, the yeah. only. And he oh. was offering a acting lesson and we were the only two things that didn't get bit on what? I'll it's take an nice, acting lesson nice with Jeff Stoltz joke between the two of them. no that's amazing well we'll take it Jeff Stoltz is a tall drink of water oh, he, could, he is. couldn't be better looking or a greater guy I mean he's yeah. pretty I'm doing his PR too so. yeah, he's sweet he's <laughs> pretty handsome minutes. so how I'm did you saying. go from surfing to PR uh, well it's really interesting it was kind of a natural progression right so I, I did my own PR so basically everything for professional surfing was getting yourself known uh, it was my job to get myself in the magazines. It was my job to push my sponsors. Uh, Jen's good looks are distracting me, by the way. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry. Thanks. So Fucking chopped liver over here. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Braun. Well, she's like, directly between me and the camera. It's like she's standing in front of the TV. <laughs> no, I'm not. You're right. She's definitely a, a looker. So for, Thanks, uh, for, uh, for me, it was something I was doing every day. So I was one of the few professional surfers that went to college. Uh, I was there from 23 to 26, and I I kept on the tour, so I would go to to Hawaii during Christmas. I would travel all summer, follow the tour then, and I would just kind of make it work during the semester. It was very lucky for me. I had a very intelligent vice president of marketing at OP who saw the benefit of having somebody that was out of college connecting. So we used to make, like, all the fraternity shirts. I'd throw all the parties and put OP next to it. Oh, great. It was a great relationship that we had. We're still great friends to this day. Um, so I was already doing that. And I started talking to all my friends and, and, and entrepreneur major, you had to write a business plan. So my business plan was a PR agency that represented professional surfers. And so when I graduated, I actually went back on tour for a year. And then I was, I was, there was about a six month window where I was 
a year that I was working in Beverly Hills in a suit and tie. Oh God. Kind of pumping this like influencer marketing into venture capital. And so I kind of took what I learned there, put it with my business plan, and mm. then I just started representing all my friends. Oh my God. So I still feel like I'm the only agent who ever called like every single uh, airline and tried to ask them if they would sponsor professional surfers and that. So really? I kind of got like a, a nice touch of doing it for the surfers and then also doing it for big businesses. Like I threw an event for Polaroid, with which was Matt Leinert's draft party. So I was kind oh, of yeah. doing on both sides of that. And then, so for me, it was kind of a natural progression for there. After that, I got a job at Sanook uh, doing their internal PR. I hired BWR Public Relations, so I had a good relationship with them. And I started my clothing company, which was something that was just kind of like a, a rite of passage for me with my parents. Yeah, with your history, was, for sure. To, it's natural. Right? Yeah. To, were you like fiending clothes, clothes at that point? You I were just, like, I, I missed the store. You just well, I knew, knew every about aspect it. Yeah. of the industry yeah. so well that I just sat down and wrote a business plan like mm-hmm. without... You know, looking at you had you didn't I even have to all, research. Right? Yeah, you just knew. So, yeah, uh, I think my business was about five years too late the way I wrote it, and about oh. if I wrote it now, I'd write something totally different. Well. But uh, I kept working with BWPR, and then I would always mess with the founder Paul Baker because it's such a great relationship, fantastic guy. That if it didn't work out the way exactly I wanted to, I was going to come there and start a sports division. So I did that for just under two years, and then after that, I was kind of reached where I thought I could be at BWR. And I could have been happy there and worked 30 years, but I wanted to grow my own BWR Mm -hmm. or grow BWR to about five times where they were. And I'm not allowed to do that. So I wanted to start my own. So I brought a lot of my clients with me because they were very unique. Um, They were in the sports space, so it didn't really make sense for anybody there to work on them. It gave us a nice base. And now we're up to three full-time people. Nice. um, A nice uh, sloth of clients that I'm very proud of. So we're just uh, working every day. Wow. Um, Your roster is getting up there. You I can like add it. us to that you roster. You can add us to that I roster. I w- would love to. Well, I mean, if I could, we could do this kind of symbiotic relationship where I funneled my clients to the show and <gasps> you guys put them out. Look at that guy. <gasps> I just got chilled. I mean, I think that this is really a good idea. This is um, synergy. What is your dating roster like, Braun? How yeah. are you? Like, what is your status? What do you call yourself right now? What's your status? Well, first, I would never have a dating roster. You know what I mean. But thank you for do you have people? Do you have that guy. Yeah, do you just, have... Like do you have like oh, some of team. them have it? Um, actually, uh, we know that you're on some dating apps. I'm on all because the dating apps. all of them. Are. Uh, They're hilarious. Well, why, why would you not be on all of them? Right. They're like digital magazines. I know. Well, and you've got some of your surfer mag pictures. Uh-huh. Oh, I do. Oh, you I see do. what's happening oh, is this, there? Is this, is this on? Is oh, this yeah. On? It's on. Oh, that's when he was surfing a lot because look how blonde he is. I mean. Is that Bumble? Yeah. Bumble I don't use very much. But Why I'm not? on there. Because if I'm bored, I'll flip through a couple of pictures. Why not? Well, we need to talk well, about this profile because... Yeah. Like, yeah. the picture of you as a youngster with that, like, crazy, like, white hair. Right. Like, why did you include that? And you're getting a pedicure. I like to make fun of myself I think at that, all that times. I like, okay, I personally like that you did that. Some, I, do you not? What? Well, I was just I curious. mean, I could put, honestly, you could put any photo, right? It right. would give you five. Like so, for me, snow. it's like a nice balance of the three things that I would want to put on there. One, that I'm funny. Two, I mean, look, it's a face game at the end of the day, so you're going to put up a photo of yourself that looks good. Everybody does. And three, being some kind of level of, like, this is what I do. Yeah. So for it me, it was like... sounds like PR strategy for your own right. person. Sure, is. sure. So for me, it was like, this is who I am at the level that I've reached. You should know that in just maybe either social or professionally. Uh, this is what I look like. And by the way, I'm funny. Those would be the three things. So you did write that you're a professional laugher. 
I did. Actually, yeah. it's oh, true. Right. I've been practicing for years. It's very, <laughs> it's very hard. They only accept one into the profession, and luckily, I've got a lock on it in Los Angeles. Kind of like John Black PR for the Lakers. Like, where is he going to go from there? So once you reach a professional effort, it's not something you want to turn over. Oh my I'm so God. glad people pay you for that. <laughs> well, they really, all the time. Look, yeah, I mean, this good. is this is it's what good. we do. Yeah, wow. I don't think I've ever really laughed that hard at you. <laughs> Until just now, I've got a little tear too. Isn't Maybe that? you're great. a professional laugher in training. And, no, well, yeah, I mean, you're on your way. I know. I'm See? sure that someday I will student. step down okay. and maybe you know go for you know something even even grander like like a professional like, crier like <gasps> of the world or something and then oh. I will turn oh. over. My okay, yeah, I'll take it. I'll take totally. it. That's fine. Okay. Well, we'll so, just be amateur until that time. Okay. Happens. So your you strategy, can. your strategy, which you like mm. on the dating apps, yeah. is. Very, it's good. I like it. It's aggressive. I like it's that good. you have one. I like that you have a strategy. A good thing That's in the first my point. I've got no shame. How? Like I said, my, embarrassing myself is my favorite thing. It's not really that embarrassing, about, so but like, how I would do put you, myself on all of them? How do you then? I mean, this has to this strategy and this like PR type mindset that you have because obviously it's you know what you're good at and you do it all the time and you've been doing it forever. Like, has to bleed into the dating world. It has to like you it, there. You know, there's some diplomatic answers I'm sure you give to sure. women. That, oh, yeah. Do you feel like you know when you're doing it? Are you well, aware? For me, I'm friends with everyone I've ever dated. Uh, okay. I like the personal relationships are great. I mean, I'm, you know me off this radio station. I try to be nice to everyone at mm-hmm. all times. True. That is absolutely if, true. True story. If you happen Wrong to make out president. one night with one of your friends, then <laughs> so be it. That's a fun night, right? Yeah, that's right. So I'm sure you all have talked about that a ton on here. Um, for me, it's just like a fun way to meet new people like everyone that i've gone out with on there which isn't a lot by the way i'm kind of a window shopper which is but you're on all of the apps oh yeah of course do you go see what's on there like i'm curious i feel like i've learned a ton about women in general just looking at pictures and seeing like okay this is what they like this is what they don't like you can kind of see like maybe like some stereotypes because everything's in a bell curve about like you know age uh, location and kind of see just what people like. And for me, it's just interesting. I love people. Yeah. I love learning. So if I can just so, be bored in traffic. Okay, and be fine. Like, in traffic. I get that. But hold on, Braun. What makes you then ask a girl out on an app? Yeah. Like, what makes you go, oh, that one, instead of just like, I'm just looking at pictures. Yeah, why do you swipe right? Uh, well, you could swipe reasons. right, but you, I'm talking about then getting like the action. off the app. I mean, okay. look, they've, they've all struggled with the fact that I think, especially Raya, that people were just like doing it for fun, right? They were, yeah. And so Raya changed and said, hey, you got to talk to him in seven days or what's yeah. the point? And that's yeah. why Bumble's like, hey, you've 24 hours. If you're not here to meet people, then what are you doing? Exactly. Yeah. People's time. Uh, for me, just a couple reasons. One, maybe I was really something that they did was great and I was like wow that's somebody I'd like to get to know better okay. or just time available like hey I've got nothing this weekend maybe I want to get a cocktail with somebody it's different in LA than say like New York yeah New York is amazing for all those apps. I have been saying that and you agree I right. totally agree because New York you're like it's let's like- get a drink Right. Hey, I'm down like the street. That. I'm down the street. Meet me Let's at get this drink. corner. Go now. I met. 15 I, minutes. Fi- 15 I'm minutes. I'm telling you. LA, they want a whole night. Oh, my God. You, Not you, even You can't that. do that because yeah. they live in Santa Monica exactly. or they live in, right. and you're like, you know, I'm going to come all the way over there. Time. I don't want to do 15 minutes. And then for me, it's like, okay, I got to think of the right location. Um, am I buying dinner? I don't want to do that. Because <laughs> if you've all been there, you're like, oh, my gosh, this is not going anywhere. Now Wait, I have to now, you don't want to do that because you feel like it's too much of a commitment for somebody that you don't know. Too much of a time commitment. It's like going to a Dodger game on the first date. You're like, I'm five hours. I mean, Wait, I feel also, bad for you. I'm sure you've been there. in that kind Wait, of yeah. I went on a Dodger game for a date, for a first date. Yeah, but you had already Second, met the person. I right. had met him, but... Second, oh. third, or fourth? Okay, first date, terrible. Yikes. So New York, you're like, yeah. hey, let me just see you in person. Let me get a good vibe. Yeah. You know, let's hang out 
Let's be friends. I think you should always start there. I think people go into yeah. it with too much expectations. For me, yeah. it's like, sit down, worst case scenario, I made another friend. Okay, so then do you not have sex on the first date? I mean, it depends. Okay, but that's not very friendly, Brian. <laughs> I mean, I, w- I would be lying if I said that I've never had sex with somebody well, the first night that I've met them. Obviously. And I think probably about 99% of people would also agree that they've yeah. done that at some point in their life. But no, I don't think that that's what I'm looking for and right. when I'm like, hey, Alfreya, like, we should go out. Uh, I think a lot of people do do that, and that's great. Everybody should do whatever is best for them yeah. in that situation. And that's as long true. as they're both having fun, great. So what are you looking for at this point in your life? Yeah. Oh, I'm looking to be a successful businessman in this <laughs> point in my life. Jesus Christ. So love is not a priority for you? No, it's not, to be honest. Do you think it like will be later, or it's just never like yeah, a thing? I mean, I do you think it's an age thing for guys? Uh, look, I've been single for five years. I mean, I think I've gone over the hump where I've been to all of my friends' weddings and now they're no all have kids and everything. No so shit. I think the I'm desire right to you. join that is now it's something where I, I want to be in the right spot where I can provide accurately and, and, and effectively. And I don't want to be in a position where I'm 50 and be like, man, if I wouldn't have spent those you know, 40 hours a week with either my significant other or my children, which is something that I want to be able to do. Uh, I just want to get to the place professionally where I want to be. And then that would become secondary. And I mean, I don't know if that sounds cold or what. No, it doesn't. No, a lot of guys say that. I could be walking down the street tomorrow and be like, yes. That's what I'm saying too. But at the same time, it's like, this is just where my focus, I'm at work every day from about eight to eight. I go home and I eat dinner and then I get back on my computer and I fall asleep with my computer next to me and my phone next to me. You I snuggle with your computer? My remotes and my phone and my laptop all have their spot on my bed. No. That's my major focus right <laughs> now. Which side of the better? are they you on? guys know me. And then on a Friday or Saturday night, I will be at Rockin' Riley's 13 Bud Lights Deep drinking Riley's you liquor will. because yeah. it's the We've best. We've seen it. Riley's that whiskey. That's do. right. So it's, it's not like that I'm not in that situation and I don't like to have fun, but during the week, I'm just, that's all I have time for. Every year at Halloween, we see each other at the same party too that's true it's like a th- were you the one that jumped in the pool that year no, no that was never that that's was never a bronze no movie that was yet. not a bronze <laughs> you wouldn't want to mess up your quaff or it's just no. that's not that's just never been me i'm the guy who's the drunkest there who everybody thinks is the designated driver that's all <gasps> <in my position. gasps> no Bron, hey right, how are though? you yeah. very nice to meet you and you're like oh my god <laughs> totally no but you're right like my point in bringing that up is that you are very focused but you also like you find the balance you like to have fun and you like to sure. you know yeah Life is very short. You should take advantage of being in every situation you can to, to have a good time. YOLO. YOLO. There you go. That's right. Thank mm-hmm. God it's almost the weekend again. Oh, but also, God. YOLO, we're like starting the day off with beer. I know. This is, you know, it's so good. This is what you guys do. This is awesome. Yeah. This is a dream come true. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if you'd have told me 10 years ago that I could go into business or drink beers on my own podcast every week, I would have definitely taken the podcast. See, so you should have kept that hosting thing going. I tried. Oh, I, I gave think, it my best. I think you're, I mean, it's hard you to could sustain. still, it, it's not something that you can't do still. Oh, or, I would love to. I, I think as a host, the older you get, the better chance you have of working. Because Why people, do you think that? People want to listen to a host that they think has knowledge. Um, and when you're young, it's very hard to be knowledgeable unless yeah. you're an expert. Experience, in that right? Yeah, We've I mean, deemed ourselves dating and relationship experts, and we are. And I don't know what are. people say. I would ev- think you are now, but especially are. with all the people that you've talked to. And, yeah. and oh, sure, I thought you were like, going to say <laughs> with all the people we've dated. That I was going with that, and I was just about to say, I'm sure with those one or two dates that you've been on in mm-hmm. the course of just, your life, like that you two. would have a an accurate representation of the, the female dating situation. Oh, honey, I oh, was yeah. single for 10 years, and I am sorry, but I have dated all of the people. And don't, I be don't sorry. All of them. All that of makes them. You... If people's name was all, you dated them. Yeah, <laughs> all of them. And I am a fucking expert. Ask me a question, and I will have an expert answer. Okay. Absolutely. Okay, okay yeah. Do you think she's on this podcast? Yeah, go. Can I, yeah. can I yeah. turn this around? Yeah. Okay. What 
for you would be your ideal first date? Oh. Don't give me the roses flying or anything or oh, picking up in a white that, limo. Yeah, no, that's and every also, guy in Los mean, Angeles like knows. Every guy in Los Angeles knows that that's the perfect way to scare her off in this. And also, city, so yeah. also no, it's just stupid and cheesy and unrealistic. I think right. the perfect date is uh, a mixture of obviously some things that you can control and not control. Part of the part you can't control is like what kind of chemistry or connection you have. Um, I think that. Going on a, a perfect first date or an ideal first date is like there, it's a two part thing, too. I think the guy should ask, like, what do you feel like doing? And I think the girl should not feel like giving um, some sort of direction because I think a lot of guys that we've interviewed and a lot of guys that we've talked to have all said, I'm just a dumb guy, just tell me what to do. And it's not that I don't, we don't trust you to do something. We can give you some direction and then see what unfolds, and that's, like, nice for us to see what that means to you. But I, I think, think we have to help them out a little bit. I think we can't just be like... And if you're I asking, like everything. if you're asking, I think it's a good question to ask. So if you say to a girl, "Hey, what do you feel like doing?" and she's okay with saying like, "Oh, you know, maybe like um wine on a rooftop somewhere or something." That or whatever, I'm fine with whatever. Then I I would like to see how what that means for you and then if that night transpires. It's simple shit. I don't need to be picked up in a fucking limo and like taken out to dinner on Valentine's Day to spend an arm and a leg. That to me it's like all a symbiotic like asking a question and listening and see how that then the chemistry can right. happen from I there. I think a perfect date is one that has been like thought out. Yeah, there's the thought put into it. Yeah, That's, it could be yes. anything. Like if my favorite thing. Would you like to go like on like a ceramic building? Totally, I would. I would totally. Do I that. would do that. That's so fun. Even though you know that the guy's not excited about it, you're okay with that. Well, well, why would he wait. ask to do that then? Oh, you mean like if that's... Yeah, you know that like most guys be like, maybe I should take her to the show or something that's out of his element because he's trying to impress. Is that something that you're okay with? Do you like that? No. I want somebody to be authentic. Well, I don't think it's wrong for like somebody to try and open up their like r- their idea of what they think is fun. I don't want you to take me on a date like shopping where you're going to sit there and like be Huff annoyed the whole time. But if you think it's something that you might want to discover or experience and you're open to it, then we should both do it. I do the same thing. Like I'll go do something that I would I mean, I would go surfing on a date, a first date. I've Noted, only gone way. surfing one time, and I was actually very good at it. I like though that you are better than your brother <laughs> from that one so time. Much. I've well, done that before. My dad first date surfing, yeah, that's an okay one because you meet at the beach, bring your friends. It's just, just and a especially nice day. it has to work out though. Like right. the girl has to be, or whoever you're taking, has to be. <laughs> could be a guy. I don't know. Um, has to be like, surfing. yeah, but you can't be like uncomfortable in the water. Like the, no. you know, my dad gave me fucking zero instruction. By the way, he just was like, just go out there and paddle. I was like, well, do I need surf to- lessons are debatable at best. It's yeah. good to have somebody to tell. But if I told you like how to ride a bike, I'd be like, sit on there, balance, and pedal your feet. Well, right. Don't run into any trees. <laughs> Sweet. But the, 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 and then I would be like, ride on cement. But you would already understand that. People that try to go surfing for the first time, you're like, don't surf in front of the rocks. But if I don't tell you that, you might not know because Why would you not kill know yourself. That? Yeah, right. I mean, Yikes. well, yeah. I mean, I guess I just figured it out. I also am one with the water, if you will. So right. I think I really? just knew. Can well, I get back to what you said on yes. that? Yeah. You want the guy to, You don't want the guy to ask you what to do. I'm going to quote Steve Jobs and say that people don't know what they want until you show them. Oh. Okay. I'm going to tell you that I think, from my perspective of my dating at 37, that girls would much rather be told that I'll pick you up at 8 and I'll see you then versus hey what do you want to do because every guy's going to ask you what you want to do because every guy's trying to be nice at the end of the day Yeah, but 
you want the guy to be the guy. Okay, but hold on. Can I say yeah. something to that? You're Oh, totally. Also, That's what I'm saying. Wait. A hundred percent. I'm saying a slight direction. Gate, what you sh- then okay. it's okay. But I, as a girl, and you could probably back me up on this, and we're going to give you the female perspective. If you said, I'm going to pick you up at eight, like, be ready, I would love that you took control. You and I, I would love that. But, totally. But, thank you. Uh, what do I wear? Are we eating? What am I doing? This is what, that ride or die is, thing. All acceptable is, why do questions. I have to die? And then okay. you should come back with, okay, cool. Where are we going? And I'll be like, oh, yeah, no, you know, casual. We're going to Rock and Riley's to take shots of ginger whiskey. I mean, that's amazing. But <laughs> this I'm is still going to pick you up at eight. Totally. Right? But if the guy, uh, and I would actually be totally fine with that. And then if the chemistry was fun on the date, that would be an idea of a perfect date, sure. But if you're willing to say to me, like, hey, what are you in the mood for? Or what do you feel, what do you or like, like what's your to favorite do? kind of food? What do you, uh, just one little question. I don't need, I don't, I'm not saying that I want a guy to say, plan the date for me and tell me what to I've do. I've had no, guys no, actually ask me, like, what I wanted to do and, like, for me to plan it. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, I think that that's a little much. Look, and then it's you also, get into I'm all like, this game thing. Are you lazy or do you, are you new? At 21. <laughs> are you new? Right. Is this your first time? At 21, <laughs> I think it's, you were kind of in that situation where like, oh man, am I coming on too strong? Am I not coming? At this age, man, who cares? I agree. Who, who cares? cares? I don't Look, give a Text F. when you want to text. Me too. Call <gasps> when you yes. want to text. Because Come at the on. end of the day, you're looking for somebody that likes you. Right. right? You're not looking to trick someone into liking no. you. And no one wants to go on a date with somebody's best self, right? Right. That's why I it's know. like, I would rather pick you up in, in sweatpants yeah. and no makeup and go <laughs> sit on the beach with a bottle of wine and just be like, let's talk. Is there anything here That's that being like, can we go do this whole thing? So for me, it's like, I would tell people at this age, like, if she didn't like you because you over-texted, then she wasn't the one. I say that all the fucking time. Seriously, who cares? Yes, it would have been great, and you could have remembered that you guys had sex, and that would have been amazing, (laughs) but you would have seen that she didn't like you in the first place, and then you probably would have got hurt anyway because... Exactly. You put on this whole front that you were the, the guy who doesn't I text. I totally really agree to that. Texted, I'm so. like, listen, it, it, none of it matters. It, if you text him back in an hour or four hours, it doesn't fucking matter. No. It's, it's not like, are you change. trying to get laid or are you trying to have a relationship? Yeah, right. If you're just trying to get laid, then maybe you want to manipulate each other in some form. But if you are trying to actually find somebody, then you're better off being like, this is me, this is what I do, totally. and find someone that's on the same arc as you. I agree. Plus, people can feel each Stra- other's, like, fakeness. Like, right. Straight out of Swingers. Have- Remember Swingers? Yeah. yeah. It was perfect. At the end, she called him and left all the stupid messages. Yeah. Like, that's exactly what you're looking for. Someone that's as dumb as you are, basically. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so, we actually have to play a game with you. Yeah, okay. we do. Okay. Speaking it's- of yeah. how to answer questions. So, sure. it's called Truth or White Lie. Oh, yes. all right. We're yeah. playing into your background in PR. Yes, because okay. we know that, the, like we said, there's a level of diplomacy that, you know, in, in, in the world of PR. Of diplomacy. Exactly. And, you know, sometimes you need to massage a situation sure. to lighten the blow. And we also know that sometimes your work life, like we said, bleeds into your social life or your dating life. So we want to know when it's okay to sugarcoat things when it comes to commonly asked questions that are, like, in the dating sphere. Okay. So this is our version of Truth or Dare. Already smiling. When we this. ask you a question, you pick what answer you would give. Okay. Truth or white lie, and you tell what your answer would be. Okay. And this is our game. Okay, All so right. a girl says to you, how many girls have you slept with? White lie. And what is... What <laughs> that would, so then, Okay, great. Well, then <laughs> what do you say? Depends. You, you should always 
tell the other person, I think that the opposite of the golden rule, you should do unto others what you want people to do to you. That's okay. not true in life. You should do to others what they want you to do to them. Okay. And if they want to hear a low number and you're just in for a night, you should tell them a low number. <laughs> if you want to be in a relationship with that person, it's probably going to come out anyway. That's not something I would ever ask because I don't really care because yeah. the guy's number is going to be higher than the girl's Always. number 99 out of 100 times. So. Right. Yeah. Okay. Good answer. All right. All right. Um, so what if someone asks you, do you want to get married and have kids? Yeah, we're absolutely. talking about like people that you're like, ju- like, let's say it's like first date situation. Yeah. Right. And one more thought on the white lie. Not that I would lie about it specifically. I just don't think that's really like a cares, man. I agree. I agree. But you know, there's some people who ask that questions care. and these are questions like, that we I'm think- not going to come back with seven. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> like, and if I'm not, you said seven, I would be like, oh, right. That's kind of weird. But so then you're like, nine. is 50 acceptable? I would yeah. be like, look, I've, I've been with more people than you. And if you've been with more than me, then we'll probably have a ton of fun. Right? <laughs> oh, so, and you're okay. Good. That's hey, fine I, with me. Yeah. I like it. But okay. I, I, that's a nice I don't answer. know anyway, because I haven't counted and I lost track after three. So probably yeah, somewhere, right. you somewhere, lost between, track after somewhere between five and seven. <laughs> great. Great. Exactly. Nice answer. But Bob. it never meant as much as this time. Uh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. But go. this time's the only one that mm-hmm. counts. Okay. Wait. So now what if a girl on the first date says like, Hey, Bron, you know, so are you looking to get married and have kids? What do you say to that? Truth or white lie? Absolutely. Kids are big for me. So I've truth. got all this knowledge built up here. Yeah. I got I can't I can only tell my best friend Kevin so much. So much. <laughs> Aww, At Kevin. some point I'm going to have to pass on this and, and I love it. Like I want to be coach like it, <gasps> I, I can't wait. So Cute. Okay. Are your kids going to be surfers too? Well, I'm going to live to be like 130, so if right. I have kids at like 50, then yeah. we'll be fine. You're good. Yeah, they'll probably surf. I don't think I would push my kids to be a professional surfer because no offense to the other professional surfers, but unless you're top 5 in the world, it's just not a great yeah. viable source of income. Right. So I would love it if they played a sport that could get like a D1 scholarship instead but yeah it'd be fun to surf with my kids of course cute yeah okay um what if she says to you um do you like this dress on me does this dress make me look good what do you think how do I look I will always tell you the truth. So, <gasps> oh, really? But I will sugarcoat it. Okay. Well, that's which is not a white lie. <laughs> yeah. So, look, if my wife said, "What do you think of this dress?" I would say, and and having lived with a girlfriend for a year and a half, obviously we had this conversation a lot. Mm. I'd be like, I I don't like that dress as much as I like the other one. Why would I tell you that you look yeah, good no. in a dress you don't look good in? I'm I'm going to be very objective for you if we're going out, and I want you to be at your most confident. And I'm going to say, look, I don't like that blue dress. I've never liked that blue dress. It makes your ass look big. We both know your ass is. <laughs> big put the other one on it's a better cut okay so that actually wasn't sugarcoating it at all in fact that was pretty direct but so i true. mean yeah no i like it okay all i right. like it right. i like it uh what if a girl on a first date asks you uh did you vote for trump <laughs> that's a great question actually i would read the situation i would never talk religion or politics with anybody that didn't want to talk about them first so basically so a white up, lie. i would say uh, i didn't i didn't vote for either actually uh, and I'm okay with that. I'm a registered independent. Uh, I didn't vote for... I, I voted for somebody, but that's just between me and the voting booth. Um, but that's, I didn't vote yeah. for either four years ago. Either. And, and oh. I think in, in my life, if I had to say something that I would really like to accomplish, it would be starting a third party that took the best of I vote. agree. But He's that's gone. maybe something that 30% of independents out there, just like me, would like to see in our lifetime. But we can talk about that on a different show. Okay. Yeah. Well, we can Actually, come I think back more again. people agree with you after this past election. Well, look, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I think that as long as they're doing what's good for America, I'm very objective and I don't really feel like the emotion in politics. And I think emotion gets caught up a lot in it. Sometimes, look, every time we go to war, people die, right? And you take that all the way down to general 
politics about where the money goes. There's always going to be somebody that's hurt. My grandpa was mayor of Costa Mesa, and I'd always ask him what uh, his his biggest learning experience with politics. He said, no matter what your decision, you're going to make 50% of the people unhappy. A thousand percent. So you just got to do what you think is best yep. for all. So. Yeah, no, I agree. And Great all politicians answer. are liars, so yeah. really, let's just be, you know. White lies? Yeah. Or total lies. <laughs> um, but okay. Is there a black lie? I feel like there has to be an opposite of a white lie. Well, what's your problem with black I'm just saying, I, I have no problem with it. I just think that maybe there are other a color lies. Oh, one more note on that. I voted. Oh. So, yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. Right. Okay, Great. glad. Great. Yeah, there we go. Um, you did your part. Yeah. What about, now, these are all loaded questions because some some people might have a fine, whatever you're answering might be fine, but you were saying, like, we don't know if you know how to answer it because you're trying to read the situation. So what mm. if a girl says, uh, some chick walks by or she's got a friend or something, and she says, so do you think she's pretty? Yeah, she's gorgeous. So true. Good. Yeah. True. Always. I'm not a liar. I don't know how to lie. I would, like I said, tell you something you want to hear, but it's not going to be a flat-out lie. Uh, not a flat-out lie. Like, I would lie. never say okay. seven to that answer, because <laughs> okay. it's a lie, and I don't want to be caught in a lie, because okay. one lie is a slippery slope towards okay. a bunch of All other right. lies. So, so I think we got our little answer here for Yeah, Thank so you. you're, yeah. you're big on there's the an, truth, less the white lies. to spin it back, by the way, and I think that tell that's us. what I do, obviously, a lot in public relations, is you look at a situation, and in the blink of an eye, you have to come back with whatever's the most positive. Okay. And, answer there okay so. mm-hmm. fine okay then let's then we want to hear your spin about a couple more of these things then okay. what if someone says have you ever measured this your pen have you ever measured your penis yeah of course okay but how would you spin it no just that's you. just it, that's that's it. How any guy who it. says he hasn't is lying what about- i probably haven't in 25 years well does it grow or like, change when you're like 13 well, and you're like oh my gosh how big is it because you're just finding out for the first time like what that even means and <laughs> kids in the schoolyard and whatnot and yeah every kid is going to go home and do Wait, that okay, i have but a science question I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it stopped growing at yeah. 37 probably about 20 years ago so is that when it stops like when I, I don't know well don't like know. just when you i if mean it it's different for everyone <gasps> yeah. It's different for everyone. It's like when you you stop grow you stop growing. It's like that could be fifteen for him and eighteen for someone else. Well, because what if some people aren't proportional? So like, what happened there? there? A lot of people aren't proportion- <laughs> sure. proportional. I mean, look, some people have long arms, some people have big feet. I'm sure that the same thing goes with with that as well. With that, appendage. way too overplayed, by the way. Way too overplayed. What a big dick? Yeah, the whole. It, oh, I mean, that's like yeah. a like a big truck. Or I it's very cannot. Uh, to so me, dumb. I think it's that like when girls are like, oh, gross. Like if you. You have a, I mean, listen, if you have a really small penis, like, okay, fine. But, like, also, I, there has been situations before where it's been on the reverse, and I'm like, oh, hell no. Like, no, no, keep it away. Bye. <laughs> like, that is not, it's like, let's just be normal, everyone. Can we just have normal things? Average sounds right. great. Average <laughs> sounds fine by me. Well, I mean, if you think of the guy that, that comes the fastest, right? Yeah. If you put that just in the wild, that would be a huge advantage because you could just get out of there in totally. a second. So you can see why through time, that's probably. Actually trended yeah. in something that's going to happen. Who more wants to have tantric sex with like way. sting for hours on end? I'm sorry, but after a while, it's like, could you just do it? Like, I, I think to all this stuff is totally done. overplayed. Totally overplayed by pop culture, both totally, times. Like, Length of sex and penis length is I, something that has just been totally beat up. Totally well, agree. Bored. And that's why like, I got to talk about who, something. Who wants to have sex for two hours? Don't they have other things to do? Tiring. The, man. Isn't the point right. to like get to the point? <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying like. I mean, every once in a while, but if that's your Thursday, eight to ten on rotation, like that's a lot. I mean, it's better than class pass, maybe. But Ooh. <gasps> what about an exercise sex class? 
Well, how'd that work? So everybody uh, in the same room, they have those. Burning calories? Oh, about they, oh yeah, they, I guess they do. Oh, Whatever, Ron, Fidel- you know what a, I'm saying. That's a Fidelio password kind of a thing. <laughs> With a mask and right. stuff? <laughs> oh, God. Scary. Um, okay, I wait. don't know about all that. That's very Fifty Shades of Grey. What do you, what do you, how cool. do you feel about if a girl says to you, um, do, so do you have a problem that I that I had sex with Kevin or one of your friends? They're on a date yeah. with you and they're like, I, I no. slept with Matt. At 21, absolutely, because I think you're insecure at this age. No. No, you're fine with that? No, I don't care. You don't care? Because it was just sex. I mean, so it's like, not ideal. You wouldn't yeah. be like, oh, we, I want you to. You. But <laughs> right. at the same Go, time, you know, you know, it is what it is. It is know? what it is, and yeah. I agree totally. And it's, it's fine. It's about you're, the future, not you're about Eskimo the Eskimo brothers. With totally. There are some things that people could have done over the years that would be, like, too big of a red flag. Like but, what? No, I don't want to get into, like, a a specific item but if you were asking questions and she was or the guy was like I've done this you'd be like ah man there's maybe a chance that you're going to do this again at some point like she's like yeah I've cheated on every boyfriend you'd be like "Mm -hmm. I'll be the one to tame you right Right. so that kind of thing could be like just a big red flag but at the same point of and by the way, my best friend Kevin is handsome and awesome. So why wouldn't you want to have sex? And with also him blonde and very surfer. Does he right? surf? He just looks like a yeah, surfer. Yeah, I taught him how to surf. Really? Seriously? How long have you guys been best friends? Uh, since the second I saw him, I was like, oh, I, love I need it some first of that. Sight. Uh, yeah, this is uh, 2005, I think. Oh, so it's yeah, been a you while. guys are always years. together. Yes. Yeah, you are we always together. We lived together for six years. Oh, so. cute. Did you dye your hair together? Did we you did. Like, no, I, no. Sun is, oh, I've <laughs> done that before. Oh, I've He's, done that too. I don't think it worked on me. It no, was your dark. hair is too, too dark. dark. It make it brown. No, it, 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 makes it, a... it makes it like orange. You have to keep doing it, and then the bleach slowly lightens it. Yeah. Oh, you know, how my really lifeguarding you, days. Look, it really works good if you're in the sun already. Not that I would know, but it'll make it orange, and then the sun and salt water will take that orange and make it blonde. But yeah. if you were just doing this at home, it would stay orange. You Ew. have to layer it. You have to layer it. You have to be in the sun, though. I did it all when I lifeguarded. I mean, it's better than if you're going to do hydrogen peroxide, and then you look like you're part of like a 90s But that's hydrogen peroxide is you know what let's not make fun of 90s boy bands <laughs> no I'm just saying this look. we all no know one but by the way <laughs> when I one. said that you were like oh yeah that, I, I get that look no yeah. totally it's like the yeah. little front highlights oh, hey, everyone did it like the blonde green day Oh my God! Yikes! You know, it was uh, frosted tips were a thing. Wait, remember Justin Timberlake had like those like frosted? Yeah, the frosted. Oh yeah, he looked too. like top rock. Yeah. That was like a thing. By the way, you had to get that done. That's not something you could do at home. Oh no, that was a professional. People paid for like, that. Gasoline on the bottom, like bleach on the top, kind of. Totally. Thing. Oh, yeah. I loved Justin. Still love Justin Timberlake so much. Oh, well. He's the best. He is unbelievable I mean, talent. Oh God! Like and sports. How could you not like that? Guy? He's perfect. Really, he is. You know who else is pretty fucking perfect? Ooh. Is Tom Brady in the Super Bowl? Yeah. <laughs> Would you go gay for Tom? Would you, you make out with Tom Brady? Uh, I've tried to make out with Tom. I would for sure make out with Tom. I, mean, I would hello. for surely high five and have a beer with him. Well, obviously, because he's not. the And by high five, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know yes. if Tom himself is going to stand up and do like. Uh, improv jokes and make you all laugh but as far as his career and like as a person and what he stands for yeah he's, he's great I you mean, could probably hang out with someone funnier yeah as far as like or a professional wise and like handsomeness yeah <laughs> perfect killing it in the handsome sphere yeah I mean he's really fucking ridiculous looking and I can't wait to watch him in the Super Bowl. Okay, wait. We have to talk about the Heinz thing that you brought up. So there's a PR strategy yes. that happened. Have you the, heard about that? 
that Heinz wants to make a national holiday the day after the Super Bowl so they, because this everyone year takes the day off anyway. are putting anyway. no okay. money into uh, their uh, commercial for the Super Bowl, and they're taking all of their money that was allotted for that, and they're putting it into starting a campaign and sending Congress a petition to say that 60, 600, I think it's 600 million people or 60 million people, I forget. Some number with watch, a six and a lot of O's. Watch the Super Bowl, and half of those people call in sick the next day, don't show up to work, or get the day off. So they're like, this needs to be a national holiday. It's brilliant. Public and then it's going right? to be called... Very Who smart. needs a commercial that airs like one time? And Five the million nas- dollars for 30 seconds. So yeah. if you're Heinz, you sit down at a, at a meeting probably with their internal PR, because if you're that big, I don't think you'd hire somebody externally. Right. And you say, okay, we're gonna we're slotted for two commercials. We're gonna have to shoot the commercials. It probably cost us a million or two to make. Then we're gonna have to air them, which is you know twice. So we're like, okay, let's take that twelve million and see what else we could do with it. Yeah. Let's start a public relations campaign where we want to actually go through this and send it to Congress and do this whole thing. They'll probably get actual people like us talking about it. Yep. Versus. A commercial that's just saturated with everything else that yeah. people may or may not see because they might they're, be in the bathroom. They might yeah. be making. There's such a stalwart in their industry too, by the way, that they don't have a lot of competition. If I said, "What's the number two ketchup brand?" You'd be like, "I don't." Kraft probably makes a ketchup oh, yeah. or something like no, that. Girl, no so clue. for them, it's like I don't need to be there anyway. Mm-hmm. Now, a, a lot mm-hmm. of times when mm-hmm. you're in that situation, you, you can only go down. So you look at like, oh, yeah. we want to have Heinz Field because we want to show that we're the best and we don't want anybody coming up because if we aren't everywhere, then someone else will try to grab everywhere from us, right? Mm-hmm. That would be my marketing PR spin for them. This, on the other hand, is brilliant because we just spent a minute on it and I probably would have never remembered their commercial during the Super Bowl. Never. never. And also the holiday. And I bet do it for a tenth of the price. The holiday is then going to be called like Heinz, Heinz National fucking sure it whatever it's it is. it's not going to happen, but it's great. But yeah. I hope it does because that's so cool. Such Look, a they great did idea. it after New Year's. Right? Yeah. No one had to go to work on the second. Oh, that's which true. Is kind of interesting. So maybe we could get there. Okay. I mean, if Bernie Sanders had his way, we wouldn't work anyway. So let's just keep going that way. <laughs> Fine Heinz by me. Just lead the way. Man, I like it. I could just drink and beers just all day yeah. and professionally laugh with Braun. Houston stand. Yeah. Everyone. At our new job. Um, okay, well, efforts. we are going to tell everyone where they can find you on all of the things so we can see what you're up or to. Or hire okay. you for PR services. Yeah. yeah, I would love that. I'm always open to hear about new businesses. Obviously, as an entrepreneur major, I love it. So Great. Uh, my company is Bear Public Relations, B-E-A-A-R-C-O.com. It's with two A's. Mm-hmm. And all of my... Uh, Social media is at Bron H-E, B-R-O-N-H-E. He kept it easy because his last funny, name is... very funny. Yeah. So if you want to follow me, I really enjoy that. He... You can poke me on Facebook. You can like all my photos. Poke. It's totally acceptable. People still totally poke. Bron. I still poke to say hi. <laughs> I Mostly like guys. It. Yeah, that's fine. That's, that's all right. Hey, listen, it's not gay if it's a three-way. <laughs> Just saying, and not that Same. there's anything wrong with being gay I or poking. I hope someone pokes if I don't me today. Look down to see whose hand that is, then it's fine. Who cares? It's all the <laughs> same thing. Yay, it's anonymous. Tom, yay to Tom Brady. Is it Tom Brady? <laughs> it's Tom Brady. And then you fucking lucked out. That's what I think. All right, Jen. Where can everyone? <laughs> where can everyone find you, Jennifer? Um, you can find me at Jennifer Golden on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and my website. And you can find me at Lauren Leonelli on all the things. Although I don't really ever Snapchat, but I'm there. You are there. And tune in next week, guys. Our guest is Gina Hendricks, and she started the Jones app. Yes. So take a listen to see what she's going to have to say uh-huh. about dating and apps and all the things. February is our month of love. That's right. And Valentine's and all that shit. And that's not that it's not too. our month of love every. Every time we do a it's show, always it's lo- all about, about that, love, but. but it's especially highlighted about love. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about that. And don't forget to, you know, we give this content to you guys for free every week. So make sure that you tell a friend. We're grateful that you keep coming back for more. Yeah. And also leave us ratings, reviews, five stars. 
Five stars. Maybe we'll read your review on air. Oh, yeah. That's right. We'll give you a shout out. Yeah. All right, guys. We will see you next week. Love Love you long time. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.